Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy Molitor. And boy, oh boy, Andy, soccer is easy. It's just easy. I even went back and listened to what you said yesterday about, like, oh, is this a trap line? Should we just bet the Man City under um, on principle? Should we bet the draw? Just uh, the draw was, like, plus 275, man. And, of course, I didn't. I did end up uh, I did end up betting the over in that match live at one and a half. Ooh. And I paid, a, I paid a dear price for it. Juicy, juicy. And I can't believe... Honestly, I can't believe there weren't like four goals in that. I should go back and look at the XG. Both both results weren't super indicative of uh, maybe the actual skill level and performance on the field those days, yesterday. And uh, oftentimes that happens in sports. Sometimes it's just bad luck, guys. But uh, Inter did not play well for most parts of the match. Ended up getting the win late when uh, somebody was dumb enough to pick up a second yellow. They had to play with 10 men for the last 10 minutes. That's not a good way to preserve a draw. Inter Milano and the under three. The under three and a half part was apparently. I should have just bet the under in that match, I guess. That would have been easy. And I somebody in one of the chats mentioned that. I think the this round of uh Champions League was like one and one and seven to the over. You know, unders have just crushed this round. So take notes. Good morning, Mr. Hilmers. Um, yeah, tennis, tennis, basketball, hoops, golf, Lily Europa at the end. As I'm just, I cannot for the life of me win in Champions League and not try to give it back in Europa, Europa Conference League, even maybe. I don't know if that's today. I think that might be tomorrow. There's a third level of hell when it comes to this sort of soccer betting, and maybe we'll even dig into that at this point. Is there, is there Europa Conference? Yeah, there is. I found the XG, by the way. The XG for that game, it looks like it was 1.3 Man City, 0.8 for RB. So two actually was fairly close. Not horrible, but still. Watching it, though, I think you're right. There was definitely some chances there. I don't know if, like, the ball was, uh, like, a little juiced or something. It seemed like it for the first 25 minutes, anytime someone was trying to make a quick touch to get somebody the ball ahead, sort of in the box, it just went flying out. Like, a little too much air in the ball. Yeah, a little. little The anti-Brady. Yeah, the uh, deflate gate. That's what happened to the air from the Brady balls. Yeah, they put it in the damn soccer ball 18 years later. Um, But uh, the NBA is back, thank God. If you missed it yesterday, you can probably still get some of these in. uh, Yesterday's episode, and it's time-stamped, thanks to producer Dan. You can go to that video, click on Noops' regular season win totals. He goes over a couple of mid-season live win totals he thought had some value. I'll give you a hint. They're all unders. If you're not into that sort of thing, I don't know, just pick your favorite team and bet an over then and pray and hope. But uh, did pretty well on these last year, I feel like. So go take a look at that. But today, we're going to be betting actual games, looking at a, a pretty decent slate, I'm guessing, as everyone's had some time off. And uh, yeah. I talked to Drew about it a little. He said it's the, the first half under thing. He's like, eh, it's kind of priced in at this point. He's like, don't go nuts and do anything silly. Yeah, a couple games tonight for me. Uh, nine total. 
and again, as much as everybody's healthy and fresh, you still got to take some caution, make sure that everybody is going to be playing tonight. Um, sometimes after the All-Star break, some of these games can be a little bit clunky based on who played. You know, quickly going through some of the games I didn't touch on. The Cavaliers are short favorites at home. Looks like the Nuggets have been getting bet. That would lead me to believe Jamal Murray's going to be playing. If he's out, I actually don't mind a bet on the Cavs there. The Detroit Pistons getting seven points from our Orlando Magic. Uh, the Magic can be getting bet this morning. That's out to seven. I kind of lean towards Detroit, honestly. And if it gets up to nine, which I don't know if it's going to move that far, to be perfectly honest. But if it gets to eight, I'm going to stare at eight for a while. I'll definitely play a nine if it gets that far. Um, Toronto Raptors host the Pelicans. May end up on a Pelicans bet here at some point later. I just want to see that again, that injury report firm up a little bit. See if Ananobi is going to play for Toronto. But six points, probably a few too much in that spot. My model likes the Spurs plus 14. But as I talked about yesterday, no clue what to expect from these Spurs other than any other than just trying to lose. So as big of a number as 14 is, they could easily lose this game by 20, even if it's close in the first half. Um, again, San Antonio really just not trying and with no hurdle. Uh, should be a great night for Kyrie and Luca. Anybody wants to get the basket certainly could get there um jazz thunder i saw dan's question i'll answer that quickly in a second that game should be a lot of fun i lean towards the thunder but the number looks just about right um uh warriors lakers um actually lean towards the lakers without curry out but i'm not laying six points with the lakers and then sacramento i think they will light the beam tonight against portland but um, not sure what Portland's going to look like here. It's kind of the rest of the year. I expect them to tank a little bit. We'll see if there's a lot of sharp. Dan asks, you know, uh, do we think the Jazz Thunder game has any impact or most improved player? For those of you who may not know and, and missed what we talked about earlier, um, sorry, late last week, I guess, or no, earlier this week, actually, it was. We talked about some of the awards um, and most improved player. The two favorites are marketed and Shea, depending on where you look. Their odds are pretty close. I don't think necessarily, Dan, that one game makes a huge difference. Uh, you know, we've seen it at points of the year. Joel Embiid basically came out and beat up on Nikola Jokic live on national TV in a really big game. And um, I think Jokic got bet more for MVP the next day. So hmm. I don't know if these head-to-head matchups necessarily matter. Um, again, it's a media voting award. They go through, they look at season stats. My guess is there's very few occasions or very few guys that go back and think to even look like that. So no, I don't think it will have a huge um, impact on MIP. But two bets tonight, now that I've talked about all the stuff, I kind of maybe might bet. Um, the Indiana Pacers are getting eight and a half points, and you can even get uh, – I'm sorry, I – Took them at eight. They're getting eight and a half right now. So congratulations. You get a little better number for me. I'm not really sure what is to get excited about this Celtics team. Um, they come in. Two of their stars have played all-star week. Come back with a little bit less rest than everyone. The Pacers should have everybody healthy. Tyrese Halliburton looked good in the three-point shootout in the all-star game. So um, should be just fine. I think that um, the Pacers, again, when they have everybody, when they have Turner, when they have Halliburton, when they have Duarte, when they have Mathern, are a really, really good team. And at home, um, have been particularly fantastic. The Celtics really struggle to cover some of these bigger numbers lately, and wonder again if we'll see them even maybe rest some people. Assuming everybody plays, I had this closer to five and a half, six. So eight looks great. Eight and a half looks even better. Take the points with the Pacers tonight. And then my Memphis Grizzlies, I'm sorry, my Philadelphia 76ers host the Memphis Grizzlies. Sixers three and a half point favorites. Um, 
lean towards the Sixers actually in that spot. No, Stephen Adams um, should be a big game for Joel Embiid, and um, we'll probably draw a lot of fouls on Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, might even go back and look at playing some Jaron Jackson Jr.'s unders tonight. Again, fouls a ton, and he's going to get stuck against Embiid, a guy who draws as many fouls as just about anybody in the NBA. James Harden, the same thing. So. Um, hadn't had time this morning to look, but think about some Jaron Jackson Jr.'s unders. Definitely don't play him in DFS or anything like that. Um, but overall, this game should be great. I expect it to be a pretty up-and-down affair. Again, without Steven Adams, the Grizzlies' offense has struggled to get as many offensive rebounds, but the shooting is better. The pace is higher. The Sixers at home have been fantastic, and especially in some of these games against better teams have really shown out offensively. Um, I was able to get 229. I'm looking at 230 and a half right now. I made this number 233. So try to get a 230, maybe a little bit of a smaller play on 230 and a half, 231. But yeah, we'll draw the line probably right around 230 here. Expect a lot of points tonight, but um, looks like the market's moving a little bit. So hopefully you can jump in again and find a, a 230 or something, or if it bounces back down, should be fine. So give the Pacers and a lot of points in Grizzlies Sixers. Is free throws a prop? No, I free just um, um, I don't, oh, I, I don't no. see it on prop builder. I don't bet a ton of these. I only bet these when you talk to me into something, but now I just want to bet like Embiid to make like nine free throws or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll poke around and see if I can find that. I don't know if it exists. I don't, I'm not even sure. Gotta if that's be an angle here. Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's on the legal books. I'd have to look into that, but uh, no, looking forward to it. And golf is underway. Uh, in Florida, Jupiter area. I keep saying Jupiter. It's not even, it's near Jupiter. Dan corrected me yesterday. A couple of my outrights are doing half decent. Johnny Vegas, uh, two under. Love only a couple name. off the, only a couple what off a the lead. Name. Johnny Vegas. Yeah. John, and it's J O J H O because he's, uh, not a South Keanu America. Reeves character. A real Spells person. It a little differently. I only had one, uh, matchup. If you can still bet this, it's McCarthy over Minwoo Lee for this round. But McCarthy tees off in like four minutes. So I just feel like uh, it's not going to be up in any books at this point. Unless they're, I don't think they're running behind. So they pull them off the board once they get really close to tee time. So unfortunately didn't have one <clears throat> for the PGA today. But I do have one in the LIV Live in beautiful Maya, Coba, Quintana Roo, Mexico. They're gonna start this. <clears throat> they're gonna start this tomorrow. So remember, this is fifty-four hole events. So they don't start these usually till till Friday. They have started them on Wednesday and ended them on Saturday. I don't know if that's gonna be a thing this year. I don't have a strong take, although bookmaker is hanging a Patrick Reed at like twenty-six. I can probably make a case for that to be value, just seeing how he played in the desert. But I made a team bet, and this was a bet online five to one on the four aces. So basically, I'm, I'm viewing the team event as kind of a two-horse race. I haven't looked a little into how the points work for the team. So one of these teams is going to win. And people were widely panning this uh, on Twitter uh, as they saw the, the golfers arriving at Mayakoba and starting to get after it. They're wearing team uniforms. Like the, all four guys are wearing the same shirt. That's and awesome. It's like people are like, oh, that's so cute. They have matching, you know, well, they're a team. Like that's that's kind of I guess probably what was missing last year. You didn't think of it as like a team event because they, you know, you teams have uniforms. They do. It's just like there's a scene in Dodgeball that I could pull at, like where you well, actually I think then they open it as ADA regulations. 
yeah, it's all S&M gear or something. That that part's a little funny. But, yeah, you got to have uniforms. So they're all going to dress up the same, basically just wearing the same, like, polo shirts. But it is uh, it is now feeling more like a team event. And like I said, I feel like this is more of a kind of a two-horse race. It's the fireballs, and it's the four horse the four horsemen, the four acemen. The fireballs of Sergio Garcia and Abraham Answer, and then a couple other players who aren't nearly as good. I kind of ranked everything out according to my numbers. Abraham Answer, I think, is very overvalued in the outright market. He's ten to one down at Bookmaker, essentially the favorite. I don't agree with that. I have Dustin Johnson a bit higher than him, and then Patrick Reed. I think it's too low in the outright markets uh, compared to Sergio. So I just Basically, your your top two guns, I think, are, are if you combine Dustin Johnson and Patrick Reed, I have them, the sum of those two, much higher than Abe Answer and Sergio Garcia. Some places have four aces as the favorite. Most places have the fireballs as a slight favorite, but five to one felt like a little bit of value here. So playing a team event, this is a, I don't think I've ever made a bet on the live team, actually. So four aces, and then, yeah, maybe I'll sprinkle a little Patrick Reed at 26 to one. Breaking exciting new ground on the show today. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a market that was up everywhere too. But I'm like, shit, I'm betting into this. Uh, it's I like that idea. And uh, you know, speaking of things that aren't new, tennis. yeah, and this is and this is crazy. These are like not that far away. So the live tournament is in basically the same spot. It's not far from Merida. Like these are both Cancun adjacent. Well, that's good. It's in the nice part, the uh, the safer part of Mexico. If you, let's just say we could have traveled, had a little golf, tennis action. Well, I was, I'm kind of looking at that. If they do the same thing next year, this is a nice trip. Like, it, I mean, they're not super close. It's a couple hours away, but it's kind of in the in the same vicinity. And then also, you can just go to Cancun if you want. So, Merida, Merida, back to Merida, afternoon tennis in Mexico. Where are we at? This is this quarterfinals. Yeah, I think we're the quarterfinals at this point. Again, Dubai. Um, Barbara Krejcikova here wins the second set against Irina Sabalenka. Curious to see how that match shakes out. I've got a Krejcikova future in my pocket. Would be really nice if she could get through this match for that. Um, the next matchup will be Jesse Pagula against Carolina Mahova. Uh, probably a little value on the Pagula money line at minus 200. Uh, if you're looking to lay some juice with your lunch today or parlay something this afternoon, but no official plays for me there in Dubai. But again, we'll go back to Mexico to Merida um, a line that we talked about yesterday. And again, the markets moved a little against us here. And I'm not quite sure why, to be perfectly honest, um, Alicia parks, the young American really on a nice upward trajectory continues to get better and better each individual week. Um, Comes in here. She was minus two games yesterday. I'm looking at minus one right now. Rebecca Peterson um, had success at a smaller event. Just looked solid this week. And, uh, you know, maybe if you go back a couple years before this rash of injuries, she's really just had a lot of soft tissue problems the last couple of years and has constantly been working her way back to that. Again, looks healthy, but doesn't, you know, seem to me to be the same tennis player here. So very confused as to... Again, I'll have to go back and look, talk to some other people, but I haven't heard from anybody that they're betting Rebecca Peterson in this spot. So we'll see how that goes. Again, still like Parks here. So if you got that yesterday, sorry, could have waited, got a better line today. Um, if you don't have it, great. You know, could go ahead and scoop that up. I'm looking at a money line on Parks, honestly, at minus 120. Maybe put that together with Pagula. There you go. There's a little parlay action for the day if you want some Dubai and Merida. But yeah, just going to stick with Parks here, minus two. Like her quite a bit. 
Well, Savage Samurai, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think Alicia Parks is better than Coco Golf, but she's pretty stinking good. Yeah, I, I again, I haven't seen anybody super excited to bet the Swede, but so it's funny that it's moving that way. You got to trust the market a little, but that's odd. So, yeah, I guess screw your minus two. I'm betting a money line. <laughs> Just taking it straight up, baby. I'm not worried. Um, like what soccer I am worried. winning today? Soccer bets all this one. I'm not worried about any of that. I am worried about college hoops okay, as we get closer. One of the one of these days, one of these is gonna hit. Pepperdine. Pepperdine's an old favorite. This is a this is a bit of a goofy one too. Honestly, I might just bet this over. I should go look what this total is. I'm guessing it's I'm guessing it's fairly high as well. But Pepperdine, I make a little bit of value on them. Not a great team. We're getting close to the end of the season here. Out in the WCC. Um, just a decent offense. Uh, obviously, Santa Clara is a much better team. They're an eleven-point favorite. Uh, not great defensively in a few spots. Okay on the defensive rebounding spot. Not forcing turnovers and a pretty bad perimeter defensive team as far as three-point percentage, three-point efficiency. And Pepperdine, while again uh, a middle-of-the-pack, below-average team, is not going to be a great three-point shooting team, but they are an above-average three-point shooting team going up against a bad perimeter D here, expecting them to be able to make something from deep, keep it tight, and you know just gracefully lose by seven or eight at the end of this one in a game that should feature uh, an S load of points. I'm guessing I should I should look what this total was. Probably about 150, 155, 160, somewhere. I bet it's 155 without even looking. I'm, I'm going to have to have, uh, have myself look that up. Total's 163 and a half. Jesus, Kevin. Yeah, there's going to be points. So it's, it is a good outside shooting team, and I'm looking for them to, to keep it close in that regard. As uh, Santa, Santa Clara's good. It's fun. The WCC has like two or three goodish teams, and then obviously Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Pepper dying plus 11 only play tonight. And then I did have one in Europa. I don't know if you looked at the Europa uh, at all. There's eight matches. A bunch of them start early. Monaco takes on Leverkusen. Juventus on the road at a French team that I'm not going to Nantes. And some of these, it's, it's, it looks easy. Nance. Nance. It looks easy to say, but it never is. It's like when you, Oh, it's angers. Well, that's not true. Not true at all. So, uh, Roma Ajax team is Ajax still really good? They were good last time I checked. It looks like they're big dogs today. Ajax took a big step back from mm. the heights that they found. So, um, yeah, looking at one one of my favorite teams from God, do we even remember the country? I think it is. Yeah, the Ukraine. Yeah, Shakhtar. The, yeah, Shakhtar taking on the French team. This is so different from what we saw yesterday. Those were first legs. These are second legs. These teams have played already. Shakhtar won the first matchup two to one at home. So they're holding holding a nice lead here as far as advancement. Uh, the advancement price is about evens-ish. As far, like, yeah, I looked at the advancement price. Sometimes that can tell a little bit of a story too. So I go look at the, the price to advance from this tie because it's, you know, aggregate goal scoring here. So, uh, and just... I mean, again, this is what we do with these soccer bets. I'm not spending hours digging into soccer stats. I'm just looking, hey, I'm going to find a couple of teams that score a lot. I'm going to find a spot where there's a second leg where the home team 
needs to get off their ass and score a couple times. And I'm going to find a team like Shakhtar that doesn't really, you know, tend to get shut out. So I'm looking at just another two to one here. I'd love another two to one. I'd love it. Rens, Reigns, Rennes, two to one here. Rene. Yeah, these these fucking French names. Jesus, too. So, yeah, if we could get it, if we get another nice two to one here, uh, these teams have played one time previously. It was one nil, but that was in 2005. So I'm going to throw that one out. I am going to take that completely out of my data set. Looking for Shakhtar. Shakhtar's last four matches, five matches, three goals, four goals, eight goals, four goals, and four goals. They uh, they tend to concede when they play someone half decent. So looking for goals. This one doesn't start until 3 p.m. Eastern. Plenty of time to get uh, some action in on Europa if you want. I haven't looked at uh, the Conference League at all. Maybe if I do, I'll put something up later. But that's that's probably it. Probably call it a day. We'll regroup on a Friday, get after it tomorrow, and you know, weasel our way into the weekend. Huh? All right, catch you again.